I want to welcome you to our study today. Thank you for being with us and taking time from your busy schedule to be with us. For those of you that have been with us since the beginning, we are on study number 14, uh, Portrait of Jesus Christ. We'll be talking about today how Israel failed in the covenant and God wanted to make a provision for them to be able to rescue them. They turned aside, they sinned, and they didn't fulfill the purpose for what he had called them. But his promise was that he was going to send them a redeemer. That redeemer would come from the lineage of King David. And that redeemer would be anointed according to the Old Testament by the Holy Spirit. He would be the Messiah. He would fulfill the promises and the prophecies of the Old Testament. And all the writers uh, wrote about this man. And Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, winds up fulfilling the purposes for Israel and for us uh, concerning sin, concerning our need for salvation. So we're going to look at the portrait of Jesus as outlined here in our study. Where he came from, we'll trace some of the genealogy of Jesus in the book of Luke and in the book of Matthew. We also want to look at how Jesus was born, what was so special about his birth. want to look at the ministry of Jesus, what he accomplished fulfilling, what was written in the Old Testament concerning his life and his ministry, and the things that he was going to do. And of course, we do have the message of Jesus. We've talked about that in the past in other studies. The message of he came preaching the kingdom of God. He came preaching repentance, following in the footsteps of John the Baptist. So we want to look at some of these things. We're going to have our, our scripture that we're going to be using as our central text. It's going to be from the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 1. And we're just going to read and see what the scripture says concerning our Messiah, our Lord, our anointed one, the Christ, our Savior. Behold, I will send my messenger, and he shall prepare the way before me. The Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant. Notice the covenant having talked about in the previous messages in 11 and 12 and 13, whom you delight and delight in, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. He is sent, first of all, even Nicodemus said, no man can do these things that you do unless he was sent from God. Jesus was sent as the messenger. He also had the message, he had the ministry, he had the calling upon his life. He also had someone that prepared and announced the way of the Lord. Someone that was going to say, hey, he's coming, you know, make the valleys straight, make them level and make anything that's a hill level, uh, clear the path for the Lord is coming. And of course, he preached repentance and uh, baptism of water. And he says that suddenly he is just going to appear at the temple. 
even the messenger of the covenant, whom you delight in. Behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. It was promised that he would come. It was promised in the Old Testament, of whom God himself said in Genesis 22, verse 15, And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time, and said, By myself I have sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying thee I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So we see that the promise that God had made was going to be one that was going to affect all the nations of the world. And Jesus was going to be an ancestor. He was going to come from the lineage of whom he had promised the seed. And of course, uh, that seed uh, eventually winds up being David, from which Jesus uh, and his genealogy and his lineage uh, winds up coming and being born into this world. In the scripture, if we were to go into the New Testament, we can follow that lineage. In the book of Matthew, in chapter 1, in verse 1, it says, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David. The son of David. The David. The son of David. So we see here that Jesus came or was born of the lineage of David, the son of Abraham. So, what God said in Genesis to Abraham, here we find in the book of Matthew, that Jesus was born of the lineage of David. So he did come from that, that descendantship, if I could even use that word. He was a descendant of David and his lineage himself. The scripture says, in Galatians, there is a reason and there is a purpose for which he uh, uh, appeared. And that is that the promise that was made to Abraham, that it might be able to come upon us, the Gentiles, we who are not Jews by birth or by natural descent. It says in Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. So see, Jesus of the lineage of Abraham through David, now the promise that was made to Abraham is now fulfilled and completed through Christ in that now we are able to receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So this is a blessing unto us. And the scripture continues in Genesis chapter 17, in verse 19, being very specific as to whom that 
exact promise was made to. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. In verse 21, But my covenant I will establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. Through Isaac, the promised seed would come. So God promised it to Abraham. God promised it to Isaac. He's going to promise it to Jacob. He's going to promise it to David. And Jesus fulfills that both in the book of Matthew and in the book of Luke where he is that seed. So reading from the book of Matthew in chapter 1, verse 2, Abraham begat Isaac, Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judah and his brethren. So we see the lineage of Jesus, tracing it all the way back to Abraham. And then it says in Genesis chapter 28, verse 1, and 2, and 3, and 4, and so forth, and Isaac called Jacob, and blessed him, and charged him, and said unto him, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan? Arise and go to Pan Pandorama, uh, to the house of Betho, thy, mother, thy mother's father, and take thee a wife from there, of the daughters of Laban's, thy mother's brother. And God Almighty bless thee, and make thee fruitful, and multiply thee, that thou may be a multitude of people. And in verse 4, And give thee the blessing of Abraham to thee, and to thy seed with thee, that thou may inherit the land wherein thou art a stranger, which God gave to Abraham. So Isaac gives the blessing to Jacob, not to Esau, but to Jacob. And in the scripture, when we go to the book of Luke, in chapter 3, verse 34, we find <clears throat> that this is what it says concerning the genealogy and the descendants of, which was the son of Jacob, which was the son of Isaac, which was the son of Abraham, which was the son of Therah, which was the son of Nacar, so we see, and once again, we trace the genealogy all the way back. All the way back to Abraham and to his father and his father's father. As far as the, the, the scripture can go back. But the promise was made to Abraham. That promise was to bless his seed and his seed would affect all the nations of the earth. That includes all the Gentile nations, not the Jewish people only. The scripture continues. In the book of Genesis, in chapter 49, in verse 10, and it says this, Now the promise is made to one of the sons of Jacob. So we have already the fourth generation, Abraham, Isaac. <clears throat> and then we have <clears throat> Jacob and then Judah. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come. And unto him shall the gathering of the people be. So, 
we see that now we're in the fourth generation. And of course, Jesus was born of the tribe of Judah. You find that mentioned throughout the scripture, that he would be of the tribe of Judah, and he is the lion of the tribe of Judah. In the book of Leviticus, in chapter 3, in verse 33, it says, which was the son of Amadab, which was the son of Aaron, which was the son of uh, Esmeron, which was the son of Pharaoh, which was the son of Judah. And some of these names are difficult for me to pronounce, but you can find them and read them in your Bible on your own. And then we'll go to the book of Psalms, Psalm 89, verse 35. And the scripture says, once have I sworn by my holiness that I will not lie unto David. And then verse 36. His seed shall endure forever and his throne as the sun before me. Jesus is a descendant of King David. So we're establishing that fact where his lineage comes from. To whom he was promised to come. And then we see in the scripture concerning him, it says in the book of Isaiah in chapter 9, in verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Verse 7, of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The Lord's zeal, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So here is another promise that is made that Jesus would be the Messiah. He would be the head of the government of God here on the earth and in heaven. He is entrusted, and He is called by these mighty names, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the increase, notice, the increase of His government and peace, there shall be no end. We look forward to that time. We look forward to the time when the Messiah rules. We're glad that He rules through us in times of prayer and through his church, uh, pushing back the gates of hell. But when he is here, that'll be the perfect time of peace. It'll be the perfect time of everything else during that 1,000-year period, the millennial period. And then, of course, we've got the rest of eternity to go uh, live through and, and, and continue. The scripture says in Matthew chapter 1, verse 6, all the way through 16, it's quite a number of verses. So I'm just going to read verse 6, but it, this goes all the way to verse 16. And Jesse begat David the king. And David the king begat Solomon. And of her that had been the wife of Urias. And of course it goes on, it goes on, it goes on until, you know, we get to uh, uh, Joseph, we get to Mary. Uh, their lineage being that which comes from uh, King David, from Solomon, uh, from one of the <clears throat> descendants of uh, King David. Then we have the birth of Jesus. 
the birth of Jesus is very unique because the scripture establishes where he was going to be born, when he was going to be born, uh, when he would arrive. It talks about the conditions under which he would be born and many, many other prophecies, which in themselves to fulfill one, two, three, four, five prophecies is astronomical. But to fulfill all the promises concerning him, his birth, his place of birth, his 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 name and and everything else it is just absolutely amazing and only god could accomplish such a thing that is one of the records that we have a written record that jesus is the eternal son of god because he fulfilled not only the plan of god but he fulfilled the prophecies that were written about him even <clears throat> including the times of his birth Please continue to the next section as we continue seeing the portrait of Jesus Christ our Lord.